This week, we are talking buyers. The customer is always right, but sometimes they are just unreal. Super unreal. It's definitely a buyer's market on these reseller sites. So you got to stay on your toes to protect yourself and your profits. Cha-ching. In the spring of 2021, after a full year of enduring a global pandemic with no choice but to homeschool their children, two sisters come together and decide to take back control. With very few choices left in this new world, they decide to start reselling clothes online and recording the ups and downs of their experiences in hopes of helping other struggling moms. We are the Thrifter Sisters. find it a little bit unreal (laughs) that neither one of us have ever been to a Britney concert. No, we have not. I mean, the closest we ever got was when she did that one on HBO or pay-per-view. When we lived in LA, she like had a televised concert and like we paid for it to watch it. Yes. Okay. You cut out for a second. Yes. Okay. First of all, listener, it's unprecedented, unprecedented times. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> we are. We are not recording in the same room for the first time. I feel like this is just our practice for when one of our houses gets COVID. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, the show's got to still go on, COVID or not. Uh, Nobody has COVID right now, but things are just super busy, and um, we live thirty minutes apart. So somebody would have had to drive an hour round trip today, and we ain't got time for that. Nope. Okay, so we. That's right. I remember. We did do a pay-per-view concert for her. That that totally had left my memory bank. So, okay. So, we've been to a... Was it live? I believe it was live. Was it a live show? I don't remember if it was live or not. But I do I do have a memory of her coming down. She was, like, sitting... Like a, it wasn't a hula hoop, but something like a hula hoop, you know? Like, and, and coming down to the stage and singing, yeah. like... Singing, I'm, I'm just a girl or I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. That song... <laughs> Like John Voight or something. Uh, man, this keeps like you keep getting all right, listener. You're just gonna have to, I don't know. Hopefully this doesn't happen the whole time you went bah, it makes that noise. Oh Lord. No, I'm not hearing I mean, that on my end. It's not quite that loud, but it's just like this little bah, I don't know. Maybe hopefully it'll just be on my end. I hope yeah, so. that's right. I remember someone. <laughs> right? It was him, right? But so Kelly and I, my this is one of my girlfriends from college. Her and I had tickets to a show to see in Houston. This was in the early 2000s. I don't remember the year. And that's right before. Um, and then Brittany like effed her knee up super bad um, making a, one of her music videos. And so the rest of the tour got canceled. <laughs> so the closest we've ever been is seeing one on TV and then you having tickets not going. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then one time she did come to DC and um, I was like I didn't get, I mean, the tickets were just astronomical and I was just, I couldn't afford them. And then it was like the day of the show. And then there were, you know, tons of like scalped tickets on like Ticketmaster or something. I was like, all right, I'm going to just do it. So I'm like texting my friend, Matt. I'm like, Matt, let's do it. Let's go. And then I could like, for something was happening with the site. Like I couldn't, like I was going to spend like $2,000 on a ticket. Oh yeah. That was, it was going to be a credit. Card. That was going to be an emotional credit card purchase. <laughs> a bad choice, but I was going to do it. And John was out of town. So it would have been perfect. It was just me and my best going out to go see Brittany. 
but I, something happened with this. I couldn't get it to work. So whatever. It never happened. Yeah, you got to be careful with those scalp tickets. Oh, God, who was it? Coldplay for Cliff's 30th. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got to, we flew to Houston for our brothers. Our dad flew us into Houston for our brother's 30th. And that was his favorite group. He wanted to go see Coldplay. And we're sitting there and some guy comes up and he has tickets to our seats, our dad's seats, whatever, two tickets in the seats that we were in. And his were fake tickets. I don't know how they figured that out. But that poor guy had spent a fortune on those tickets. And it was his, I thought dad had somehow ended up with the fake ones. It was the other guy. No, yeah, because he left. The other guy, like, that's why we got to stay. They, But they moved him. The stadium moved him to some other seats. I think they got in, like, a row in front of us or something. Even better seats. A few rows yeah, they were good seats. Yeah. So you got to be careful with those scalp tickets, people. Oh, yeah. And speaking of being careful. Well, you have to be careful <laughs> buying things online and selling things online. Look at that segue we just made. Segway, yeah, man. Sellers beware. Uh-huh. All right. Well, hey, I'm Lindsay. I'm Lacey. And we both started selling some rad stuff online in March of 2021. All right. Let's get into this topic of today. Buyer beware, seller beware. Uh, no, we're not doing buyers beware. We're doing sellers beware. We're, we're speaking from the seller's point of view today. Okay. I stand corrected. Okay. So I guess... How do we get this started? <laughs> so let's start with your fur coat story. It's a really good lesson. And I think anybody listening in um, could learn from this story as well. All right, listener, in case you missed that, because on my end, it sounded like it cut out. She wants me to tell my first story. <laughs> yes, your, your first story. Tell me about your first story. <sighs> okay. So I um, was asked by a friend if I could sell her mom's two fur coats. They're vintage. They're from the 80s. And so I, I was like, heck to the yell, sell those suckers. So I got both of them. I only wanted to list one at a time. I was just, I keep reading things about like no fur trading that made me nervous. So I only wanted to list one at a time. So I listed the, the, the more gorgeous one, the gorgeouser one, gorgeousest one. And I listed it as a rabbit fur coat. It was mostly white. And then it had like some splotching of like some, um, dark gray and some cream tan colors. For the record, I do not wear fur, but it's not like I'm perfect because I freaking wear leather. We all wear leather. <laughs> well, I don't say not everyone wears leather, but most people wear leather. But it's just, something feels icky about fur, right? Yeah, very icky. Yeah, I don't. I guess it's because I don't know. But anyway, I don't wear fur. I would never buy a real, like a, um, a new fur or anything. Cause I feel like that's just kind of perpetuating the industry. That's not the right word. That's feeding the monster, feeding the monster. Right. Mm -hmm. But this, these are vintage. They were from the eighties and they're just sitting around in my friend's basement. So when I went and picked up the furs, I asked my friend, what is the lowest amount that you want me to take for these? And she said, like selling price, no less than a hundred dollars. I'm like, okay. I th I can definitely get like a sell price, like a sold price of a hundred dollars for each of these. Cause I was looking up like rabbit fur coats. The other one, I don't know what it is yet. Listed as a luxury fur. I can't figure out what the other one is after extensive research. <laughs> Even Hollis was like trying to help me identify it. She was like, just listed as a luxury fur. Anyway. So this, this gorgeous one, it's like a three quarter length, white, so soft, so pretty. I listed it as a rabbit fur coat. And I want to say I listed it for around $400. Within like 20 minutes, I had a um, an offer, and I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but it was pretty low. It was in the hundreds, maybe a hundred. 
And so this person and I were negotiating back and forth, back and forth. And I got him up to 195. I'm like, this is awesome. This is like twice what she wanted. You know, she was willing to take for it. So this is great. So I took the offer. I had already, thankfully, I had also cross-listed it to Mercari. And some woman messaged me on Mercari. This was like moments after I'd made the sell on Poshmark. I sold it for, did I say already? I sold it for like 195. That was the final price we came to. Um, this woman, our Mercari messaged me. She was like, your fur is gorgeous. I wish I could afford to buy it right now. But hey, I just wanted to let you know you have it mislabeled. That is not a rabbit fur. That is a lynx fur coat. I mean, how, like, I, I still feel like, what, what was she trying to scam me in some way? Because why is she <laughs> right. giving me this like really nice message on her cart? But no, I guess, you know, some people are just nice. We're just so used to the scammers. But yes. <laughs> when someone does do something nice, you're like, what, what do they want from me? <laughs> but, What's in it for you? What do you, yeah. Um, but anyway, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I look, started looking at pictures of Lynx coats. I'm like, oh, she is right. This is totally a Lynx coat. And then very shortly after that, our stepmom came into town to visit and she has had two lynx coats. And so I took her down to look at it. She was like, oh, this is absolutely a lynx. This is an American lynx. And she's like, all of this white, she was like, that's very rare. And that makes it even more expensive. So <laughs> I go in and I cancel the sale to this dude. And I can't remember if I looked before or after, but I went in and I looked, I noticed like all of this is going through my mind. I'm like, shoot, what do I, like, what should I do? Like, I'm looking up Lynx comps and they're, they're twice as much like what a rabbit fur coat is. You know, it's like so much more, hundreds of dollars more. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what should I do? And I had never canceled a sale on somebody before because I wanted to like get more money. I mean, that just feels so unethical. Right. But well, um, you're selling this in like trying to get the highest dollar you can for them. I know. Exactly. So I go and I look at this guy's name and I realize his name, his like Poshmark name was Christopher's. <laughs> you like, did not tell me that. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> like furs, like fur coats. So I go into yeah. the page and I realize I'm like, oh my God, all he sells is furs. He just sourced a Lynx fur coat off of me for dirt cheap. <laughs> so once I saw that, I went and I canceled the sale. And then I just did a little bit more research on the fur and then I relisted it as a Lynx. And then I actually just sold it. And well, like a little bit over a week ago and I sold what? it for, oh gosh, what did I sell it for? Do you remember? Was it 500 or 550? It was 550, right? Yeah, I think it was 550. And then, um, so anything over $500 has to get authenticated by Poshmark. So that was my first authenticated item through Poshmark. So I sent that into Poshmark headquarters. They authenticated it. That got shipped out to the buyer. They received it on Saturday and the funds got released to me on Saturday. Huge deal. Huge. I know. So I'm just waiting now. So I've transferred the funds into my account. I'm just waiting for that to get transferred to me. And then I'll send my friend her 60% cut of that, which I'm just so excited to hand over to her. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And so, I can't get over the fact that you did not notice this guy's name was Christopher's. Well, do you look at the names of people when they send you buy, when they send you offers? I don't. <laughs> I do because I typically go and hit their... Um, link to their closet, and then I start following them. That way I can kind of have some tracking as to whether or not I've had repeat, repeat customers or not. Oh, oh, I do not do that. That's smart. No, I, I've got it from, I think, Mogi Beth. So that's, that is what gave Lacey and I the idea for the topic for today's episode is 
Not that we all have time to search every single person that sends us an offer. No, absolutely not. I mean, come on. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, we're getting multiple offers. And then some of these bigger sellers, like there's no way. But we just thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss. Like, look, people are well within their rights to source for their own closets through other sellers on Poshmark. I mean, that's a totally legit thing to do. But just something to keep on your radar that like, especially if you're selling a specialty item or a luxury item to like, look and see who might be sending you a lowball offer or if it's exactly. like, like, it's not like I'm a fur expert. I don't know anything about furs. <laughs> right. Like this was just such a good lesson for me. So in the future, particularly when I have higher end items. Yeah. So, I, I mean, cause I mean, my story is not nearly as exciting as yours, <laughs> but, um, you know, I have recently Betsy Johnson dress that I got at the Betsy Johnson shop in the mall in Beverly Hills. Um, back from my acting days, because <laughs> I had a little movie and we were going to have like a little premiere. And I what wanted... movie was it? Oh gosh, I don't even want to say the title. Oh, um, was, it, was it the Blind Girl one? No, 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 no. The party one. Way worse. The bad comedy one. Okay. <laughs> I will not say the name of it here. Um, And you can't look it up on IMDb, y'all, under Lacey Urquhart. There's no way you would be able to locate the name of either of these movies we're talking about. Well, because my name wasn't Lacey Urquhart. Oh, boom! (laughs) (laughs) That's before she was married. Dun, dun, dun. Well, sorry, guys. (laughs) So good. So um, this movie, that shall remain unnamed, um, I needed a dress for the premiere. Um, and so I went to, I think mom gave me money because I was, you know, broke actor. I went to the Bessie Johnson shop and I wanted to try on everything in there. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and I got this one just simple, cute, black lace, like pink dress. Um, and I had it for years and I think I only wore it like a handful of times because it was so lovely and I was always worried I was going to ruin it. In fact, at one point I did lean up against a brick wall in it and like kind of peeled up the lace and I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was able to shave that off. Um and so I've been sitting in my closet for, I don't know, like 10 years, if not longer, um, unworn. I mean, before that, I, was, I probably had it for like 15, 20 years. Um, and then I just recently found it again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to like clean this up and see if I can list it and sell it. And it was still in great shape. And so I did. And I listed it for like, I think, 30 bucks. And a woman offered 25 for it. And I sold it to her. And after I sold it to her, I was like... Uh, I don't know why I just went and looked into her closet. I don't ever do that. And like, she had all like amazing vintage Betsy Johnson stuff that she was selling for like a hundred, 150, 200. And I was like, Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> like I totally <laughs> screwed the pooch on that one. I was like, she's probably going to buy this dress and like relist it. And I'm an idiot. Um, you know, cause Betsy Johnson stuff is iffy now, you know, um, yeah. like it can be so hit and miss. She obviously knew what she was doing. Um, cause her stuff in her closet was amazing. Yeah. She had a, such a pretty, like her a whole aesthetic. Yes. Her, her whole, like the way she does her pictures. I mean, I just loved it. Her yeah, vibe it was, was amazing. Um, and I just knew she was going to take this dress and like reposh it, you know, and reap the benefits. And I was going to look like an idiot. Um, but to this day I looked just today just to see, um, because of the story what we're telling, um, she has not. Um, so nothing against her at all. Cause like you said, she has that right. Um, right. Right. She's well within her rights to do that. Yeah. And, <laughs> 
you know, I dig her vibe, um, but it is 100% within our rights to go in when you're lifting and just check that person's closet who's trying to buy it from you and just see if maybe they're trying to one-up you a little because then maybe it gives you a little more room for negotiations. Yeah, particularly like if it's something that's been sitting in your closet for a while and you're like, oh my gosh, let me, so finally, somebody wants to buy this. Let me just unload it. Right. But, you know, there's so there's so much to be said about being patient and just waiting for the right buyer. And it's hard sometimes when you're just trying to, you know, like we don't want to be storage facilities. We want to be sellers. You just want to move inventory sometimes. But it just doesn't hurt in some particular cases to check. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it gives you some leverage and you're like, listen, (laughs) I can't go that low because I know what you're doing here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. Like neither one of us would have like agreed to that, like that fur price or that Betsy Johnson price had we realized what we could have done, (laughs) what we should have done. (laughs) Right. Right. So that got, um, Lacey and I to thinking like, there's probably, I mean, neither of these stories of ours are shady and neither one of us have had any really particularly bad, um, instances with buyers. I know I've seen, um, in Instagram people complaining about some pretty gnarly people coming after them, like in comments and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I did have one that opened a case against me and they weren't public comments, but the things that she was making, the comments that she was making in the, um, in the open case, you could, I just felt like she was yelling at me. I'm like, why are you yelling? Like like if Poshmark is going to close the, put, you know, put this case in your favor, I am fine with it. I like, she was claiming I gave her the wrong measurements, which I didn't, they were listed correctly. So I, it went in my favor, but Um, It just got us to thinking that like, it would be funny to tell some, I don't know, funny, but just interesting to hear some um, other stories of other sellers that have had some whack run-ins with other buyers. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're doing retail and having customer service, there's bound to be some stories out there. Right. Or any exchange of money ever. Yes. I mean, I know when I first started selling, even though I'd already had my account open for a couple years as a buyer, um, when I started listing stuff at the beginning, I kept getting those comments of like, oh my gosh, I love this. Contact me at this email. I want to buy it offline off the, you know, which in case you don't know that listener, I'm sure you do, but just in case you don't, don't ever do that. Don't ever contact them off the app. Um, like if you sell those stuff through Instagram, that's different. But if like you have something listed on Poshmark and they leave a comment on Poshmark, like contact me at this email, don't do it. Cause it's some sort of block them and report them. Yeah, block, flag the comment and block them because it is some sort of scam for sure. Um, do you want to tell? Yeah, so mine, I can't wait to hear your story because you said you guys, you, heard, you read some crazy stories. This one isn't that crazy. Um, but So I found this story on Reddit. It was a woman who was engaged, bought a wedding dress. Her engagement fell through. So she was like, okay, I'm going to sell my, I'll just sell my wedding dress on Poshmark. And so she listed it and somebody it had been listed for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And she had kind of gotten to the point. She was like, well, maybe I'll just donate it to somewhere. And then finally she got like this message from this woman and she wasn't even trying to sell it for that much. She was selling it for like 300 bucks or something. And she got this message from this woman, like with this total sob story about like, um, you know, she was sick. She'd been in the hospital. Her kids were like, I can't remember all the details, but just like one thing after another had happened to this woman and she was trying to plan her wedding and she just didn't have any money for her wedding. And, you know, would you consider selling it for $25? I mean, just some ridiculously low amount. 
based on like what it was listed for. And this woman, she was like, I just fell for it. You know, I was just like so naive and just like, oh my gosh, this poor woman. You know what? I was getting ready to donate this thing anyway. Absolutely. I will sell this to you. And then after the transaction went through, she was like, for some reason, she was like, I don't know why I didn't think to do it before. But after the transaction went through, I went through and looked at her account. And that's all she sold was wedding dresses. (laughs) And she goes, and yep, lo and behold, you know, four or five days, how many ever days later after it took before, like she had already mailed it and she received it. She was, there was my dress up listed in her office, her uh, closet for $500. Oh my gosh. And she was like, who knows how many other people that she had done this to. So then this woman went into that woman, you know how you can go into people's, you go into their bio, but then you can click on, um, I, I don't remember what it says, like info about like you can, and there's like, Hey, my name's da-da-da. I like such and such brand, you know, that little easy yeah. write up we have in there about ourselves. Um, and, but you can comment on people's bio right there. And she said there were a ton of comments of people complaining about the same thing. And then that woman who it was her wedding dress shop would come in and be like, what are you talking about? I never even received your dress. Anyway, you owe me money. Oh my gosh. I'm like, this woman is horrible. Like how, how do people like that continue? Like how does Poshmark not, I guess, cause there's just what a bajillion customers and buyers yeah. and sellers. They can't be on top of all of them, but it seems like someone like that, who was just has all these complaints against them and P and she's like attacking people for leaving comments. On her thing. I don't know. I guess, I mean, I guess she maybe didn't violate any rules by doing that, but I don't know. It was shady. And this woman was like, I just felt so bad for this woman. Cause she, she was like, you know, if someone wanted to buy it for me and source it for their own closets and sell it, she's that's one thing. But she was like, it's the fact that she flat out lied and told me this horrible sob story. And I just, it like, you know, brought up all these emotions for me. And of course I wanted to help her. Oh my gosh. And, and then, so like all the comments on this thread, like other people had similar stories and they're like, yeah, anytime anybody contacts you and leaves a comment that evokes any sort of emotion at all, like just block that person. They're yeah. like, yeah. They're like, you know, the, everything should be very transactional. Everything can be nice and friendly. Like, oh, this is so cute. Can you give me measurements? Like, whatever. That's totally different. But if someone's giving you a sob story, red flags. Yep. Huge red flag. Yeah. You you might have seen the same story that I saw because I read through um, that whole thing on Reddit as well. Um, it was just my favorite. It's just insane. She this woman listed like several crazy stories, and the last one she titled um, "The You Killed My Dog." I called the FBI. I will find you. Dog returns from the dead buyer. <laughs> I did. I did see this one. <laughs> so she this was on eBay, and she said after this transaction was so horrible it's actually what got her to close down her ebay account and start selling on posh because she was like oh my god (laughs) so this woman was selling like makeup authentic makeup and like creams and stuff on ebay and she had this one that she was selling and it was like a 300 dollars transaction and she said she took it to the post office and um paid for like the you know special shipping and stuff because it was such a like high-valued item and then she said after it was in the mail, she noticed the p- person's address it was going to. It was only like 20 minutes from where this woman lived. And after it was already in the mail and started tracking, the woman contacted her, the buyer contacts her and is like, hey, I don't want that anymore, but I want my money back right now. And she's like, but 
you don't even have the product to return to me. I'm not going to give you your money back. Like, you know, you, the product's still, and she's like, well, you labeled it wrong and it's not what I wanted and I want my money back. And she said, she just kept hounding her and hounding her and then like just terrorized her all night long, like blew up her like social media, sort of like, um, I can't remember all the details now. I should have written it down. Um, well, she said like, she went and found her, like her Facebook page. Yeah. She, got, she found her social media and like started blowing her up on there and then started telling pe- people like, you know, started saying, I'm going to call the FBI. I've called the police. Um, and then so she, the seller went and like looked at this person's stuff and started seeing that people had had these horrible interactions with her. And that she was like, she told one uh, seller like you killed my dog yeah <laughs> and she's like what and then she noticed like several other like comments later and uh, transactions where apparently this, someone else had killed her dog again she's like so i guess her dog was resurrected and then re-murdered <laughs> so i wasn't clear on that was she saying like the products like the face creams or whatever that you were I, buying? She did, I don't know it doesn't say and then she said like the last comment she got from this woman was like i will find where you live i will come to your house and i will get my money back you know in any way i need to and so that like freaked her out and she like right. shut down her eBay and was like, I'm out and went and got a PO box and started selling on Posh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, that was like, of course it happened. It had to be somebody who lived 20 minutes from her instead of someone who was like in right. Alaska or something, someone who could actually get in their car and come over to her house. Yeah. Terrifying. So, I mean, I'm just grateful we've had not had any instances like that where people are just like a little too scary. Right. I feel like it's just a matter of time. Like if you do this long enough, you're yeah. eventually going to run into, you know, because people are wet. Yeah. Which, was... by the way, do we have our P.O. Box address yet? Um, no, because I'm waiting for my new ID to come in the mail before I can go get it, um, uh, which it should be here within the next three to four days because it said five days when I ordered it. So we decided since we're super famous now because of this <laughs> podcast. so <laughs> Super famous. <laughs> I mean, we had like 50 downloads last week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? crazy. The world is not ready for us. <laughs> I know. I know. So we decided we needed a PO box. It was kind of spurred on by like that one lady who was like yelling mean comments at me, um, you know, about her gene measurements. And I'm yes. like, okay, this is very mild, but I don't want people having my home address, particularly because we do now have a podcast. Right. Like, you know, which every week is continuing to grow. And so eventually you just, uh, people are whack. Yeah. Yeah. So, And we listen to enough true crime to know that you need to watch your back. I listen to true crime exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that in Conan O'Brien because he also loves true crime. I mean, it's all that's <laughs> in my head. So you know what? I don't need to be putting my address and sending them out to people. Yeah. No, I agree. So, so Lacey, for- Lacey and I are splitting a P.O. box. Yep. All right. What else we got? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, this is okay. Good. Look at us. Wrapping it up. Short and sweet. This is a good one. You have to push the wrap it up button. Oh, dang it. You know, (laughs) it turns out putting in the sound effects in the new Anchor app is not as easy as I had hoped. I was wondering what was going on with that. Yeah, I tried and I tried and I was like, this is not a good use of my resource, my time. So I'll try again another time. I, I couldn't. I could... Anyway, it's not worth getting into it right now. <laughs> well, I'm perfectly fine doing them myself, and I think I've been doing a bang up job. All right do you do you have a do you have a sound effect for wrap it up? <laughs> um, well, I just sing the wrap it up. I'll take it song that one time. Okay. Wrap it up. I'll take <laughs> it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> God, you're welcome. Um. Oh. Okay. Well. Oh, actually, no. It's not time to wrap it up. 
we got to talk about our goals. And also, listener, I'm so excited to tell you this. I'm taking Lacey to the bins for her very first bins trip on Thursday. Woo! Because that's I mean, actually my goal is just to get to the bins this week, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually, you're taking me to the bins because it's your turn to drive to Richmond this time. But um, we are going to the bins on Thursday. It's only my second time and it's Lacey's first. Ah, so excited. It's going to be. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely report back on that next week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but okay. I already mentioned that that's my goal for next week, but I am proud to tell you oh I my did God. accomplish my previous goal that I failed the week before oh, and so- I got my Ally Bank account and savings account open. Yay! Oh, wait, this is, I feel like this should be a slow clap. Is it the sarcastic slow clap? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm very excited. Don't you love it? Isn't it like so easy? Yeah, I'm very excited. Did you already hook it up to like your eBay and your Mercari and everything so they can just direct deposit right into that? No, I was actually in the process of doing that yesterday and I can't remember something happened and I got distracted. So I got to go back and finish that. But I did get it done. I was very excited. Yeah. And it's, um, did you sign up to get the credit, the debit card? I did. Okay. I'm thinking I might actually get, end up getting a cashback um, credit card because that way that can, option well it's not through ally like a separate thing and then okay. every month but you know keeping in mind like what i have in my ally bank in terms of being able to pay it so then just pay it off every month because that way like i would be getting cash rewards every month yeah it's not a bad idea but i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that okay well um so you accomplished your goal good job i'm so excited for you because it just is gonna make it just you have to do it you've got to separate your finances yeah such a good move and the, um, the usability of Ally Banking is just, it's so good and easy. Yeah, it seems very user-friendly. Did you open up a savings account too? I did. Okay, so then you can just transfer yep. 30% into for a tax, for taxes at the end of the year. Perfect. Well done, sister. Thank you. Loves it. Loves to see it. What about you? What was your goal from last week and did you accomplish it? I mean, it wasn't anything like specific. It was just like, I got to get back to work because I, I take it That's right. from like listing. So um, I didn't get a ton listed last week, um, but I did get stuff listed. And it's, I mean, I've, I like, I think I just had a sell pop on on my phone just right now. Like I, I've been selling stuff like crazy the last since Friday. Fantastic. So, so that's really motivating me because I really want to just go list, 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 list now. Um. I set up a goal for myself for this month, a financial goal, and I'm already a quarter of the way there. Ooh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So um, I today's going to be kind of a bust in terms of listing. We're going to get done here, and it's going to be pretty much time to get the kids. Yeah. But um, I'm going to list all day tomorrow. We go sourcing on Thursday, and I'm going to list all day on Friday. Exciting. Yeah. So that's cool. And then, okay, so your goal for the week was to get to the bins, no matter yes. what. <laughs> yes, no matter what. Hell or high water. Get to the bins. Um, oh, wait. I had a goal. Oh, I do have a goal. This is going to be me a toughie. So this isn't a weekly goal. It's a it's a monthly goal. So I do have a financial goal, but I'm on the, my on my well on my way to hitting. Um, but I have I want to it's probably less than that because I had a bunch of sales come in last night. This weekend, I had one hundred and thirty active listings. Um, by the end of this month, I want to be up to 175 active listings. Ooh, that is a tough one. Right. Particularly because I'm selling stuff every day. So I, I mean, I almost have enough inventory right now to get up to that, but then I'm selling stuff. I'm having a hot spell right now, which is great. Um, I'm just going to have to, which again, the bends comes into place I need a bunch of inventory to get up to that. Absolutely. 
because oh, somebody is just adding stuff left and right to a bundle right now. Come on. Oh, live. This is live, people. <laughs> it's happening live. What's going to happen? <laughs> Probably nothing, just like all the other bundles. Yeah, they're going to bundle it and then just into the background. <laughs> Hello? 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 You put this bundle together. You took stuff out and put it back in. What? I don't understand what you, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. It's like All right, that. so that's it. That's my goals. All right. Those are exciting goals. Yeah, I I don't feel like I'm I'm not I don't know. I'm at, not at the point where I'm making it like my podcast goal to like make these financial goals. They're just like my own personal goals that I'm making. So they just added something else. They, there's three things they just added to their bundle. <laughs> Should we just sit here and wait and see if they buy it all? Just <laughs> sit in dead silence until the transaction ends. <laughs> all right, listener, everybody. Hold your breath. Bring it down a notch. I can't be quiet this long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you not understand the art of comedy? You have to wait until it's uncomfortable. I understand, but I was already laughing too hard. <laughs> and then and then it gets to the point where it's like too long and it's not funny anymore. And then it becomes funny again. And then you just wait even longer. And then you're like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. It's funny again. <laughs> well, we didn't even get anywhere near that because you wouldn't shut up. I'm sorry. I have the giggles. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, move on down the notes, sister. Move on down. Let's go to the outro. All right. Read it. Number one. (laughs) Why? You know that causes me more editing. That causes more work. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, these stories aren't even that bad. There are some really scary ones out there, but we didn't want to take this pod into a dark place. Watch yourself out there, sellers. Watch yourself. Show me what you're working with. All right. Thanks so much for listening to us today. Can you do us a solid and give us a follow? It means so much to us to help us to grow. And follow us on the gram, Thrifters Sisters Pod. You can find me at Hot Moms of Seville Lace. Where are you? Lily jeans underscore posh. Awesome. All right. Well, join us next week. We have some more cool stuff to talk about that we don't know about yet. We really need to work. Oh my God. I have an idea. We'll get, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, like, look, we didn't have an idea for this up until like a day and a half ago. And this, this is an amazing true. episode. Audio gold. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right. That's it for us. Two sisters. One podcast. Thrifters, sisters. sisters. Right, that <laughs> cut us both out. <laughs> that did that did not work over the Acorn app. All right, Mariana, fix that, please. <laughs> All right, sister, I'll talk to you probably later today. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.